You've just heard introduction to belly dance from the album The Shuffleboard Queens by Deidre Flint, which you can pick up from cdbaby.com. That's right. A lot of you asked if I could play that song because you've heard it and you really liked it and you wanted to share it with other belly dancers. And I was finally able to get permission to play it. And um, Deidre was really nice and everything when I emailed her. She was really cool about it. Um, it was one of those things that it was my fault that it took so long to get permission because I had 50,000 other things I was doing. <laughs> but I finally did it for you guys. <laughs> and welcome to episode 45 of ShimmyCast, the podcast for dancers and fans of Middle Eastern dance. I'm your host, Anola Rabari. This might be kind of a fun episode, guys. Um, I, I'm stuffed full. And Ryan and I went to Amelia's Mediterranean restaurant here in Fayetteville and had a wonderful dinner. And I'm just, I'm about to bust. I'm so full. We had, um, the appetizer was like hummus and baba ganoush and stuffed grape leaves and feta and olives and tabbouleh and pita. And then we had authentic Greek salads, which... If you haven't had an authentic Greek salad, it's basically um, onions and cucumbers and bell peppers and feta and uh, olives chopped up in big chunks and olive oil and spices and everything. It's it's not there's n- not lettuce in it <laughs> at all. The, oh, it was really good. And then we had. Uh, Lamb kebabs, uh, so juicy and tender, the lamb kebabs, very good. And, of course, the meal ended with baklava and Turkish coffee. And uh, I don't do caffeine at all, so, and, and Turkish coffee is not caffeine-free. So, um, I might be buzzing a little <laughs> during the show. But the waiter tried to tell me it wouldn't be that big a deal because it was a very small quantity, you know, because you have Turkish coffee in the little cups. But it was, it, and I had to go for it. And it was very, very yummy. I've never had coffee served to me that was already sweet. So it was, oh, it was good. I highly recommend the Turkish coffee. Anyway, enough about my dinner tonight, and hopefully I'm not making all of you hungry now. <laughs> um, back to the show, the whole point of <laughs> why I'm recording. Um, so we have our usual event announcements. Um, actually, we don't have any answers to the questions of the week. <laughs> but anyway, um, review of the Belly Dance Superstars intro to Belly Dance DVD. And some interviews from attendees at Shimmy Fest. And I'll, I also need to announce that a faithful listener by the name of Morshala, I hope I pronounced that right, who's from Hull, England, caught that the music in episode 31 is messed up. <laughs> and I'm really sorry about that. So, um, I'll be reposting that episode very soon. And getting all the music nice and corrected and everything so you guys can actually hear what it's really supposed to sound like. 
And I'm really kind of embarrassed because that episode is from like February. <laughs> I totally didn't catch that anything was wrong with it. I'm very sorry. So, and speaking of music, the rest of this week's music is from Sahara Ja and School of Ambiance. So let's get started. So like I said in the opener, uh, we actually don't have any answers to any of the questions of the week. And I'm trying to think if um, perhaps there are some that I have neglected to answer. I can't answer last week's question on what are the pros and cons of restaurant dancing because I've never danced in a restaurant before. Which is one of the reasons why I asked that question because I wanted to know Um because some people have started asking me, hey, would you ever consider dancing in a restaurant? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sure what the pros and cons are. Um, Ooh, dancer's wardrobe that I would like to look through. Um, I think at this particular point, I would really love to look through some tribal fusion and American tribal style dancer's wardrobes. Because I, I'm just really becoming fascinated with those two forms of belly dance because it's not something I get exposed to a lot. So I'm, I'm just fascinated and curious by it. But I would also love to go through the wardrobe of like any of the belly dance superstars, like the, even the, the cabaret dancers or any of them. I would love to see, you know, in the Desert Rose Girls, I would love to see their costumes as well. Just because I, I can't pass up looking at anything that sparkles. I mean, hello. That's one of the reasons I'm a belly dancer. <laughs> um, and, the, oh, what five things do I think make a good belly dancer? Dedication is one. I think you have to be dedicated. And and I when I say that, I guess I'm also thinking like dedication, discipline and patience. <laughs> kind of all rolled up into one because I I think it you have to dedicate yourself to taking the time to practice so you can become better. And you also have to dedicate yourself to the discipline of trying to practice at least some every day. I think you should really try to practice every day, even if it's just five minutes while you're standing in the grocery line, discreetly trying to practice your figure eights or hip circles. I do hip circles a lot in line in the grocery store, um, just because I can feel my lower back tightening up after I've been walking around the the store and everything and then standing in the long line to check out and everything and it just makes my lower back feel better so yeah dedication mm, an outgoing personality just because I think a lot of times and especially for us western women belly dance takes us so far out of our comfort zone of what society teaches us that we should or shouldn't do with our body that sometimes we have to have that flexible personality to 
let go of the constraints that our society has put on us. Goodness, what else? Creativity. Because I, I just, I think it takes a lot of creativity to do this dance form. Passion. I, I have yet to see a belly dancer perform that I don't see some spark of passion in her. And I think that's why we, we all perform. There's one more. I'm sorry, I just can't think of any more tonight. <laughs> it's also like 11 as I'm recording this. I'll let you know when I think of some more. <laughs> But at any rate, you guys, I know it's the end of the summer. You're gearing up. Classes are starting back again, both like actual school learning textbooky classes and probably dance classes too and everything. But don't forget your friends at ShimmyCast. Answer those questions. And now your ShimmyCast news. August 18th through September 30th, the Belly Dance Superstars will be having various workshops and shows in Texas, Mexico, California, Massachusetts, Maryland, Quebec, Indiana, the Caribbean, and Argentina. August 23rd through the 29th, Jasmine Jehale's Shimmy Fest 2007 in Chicago, Illinois. August 27th through September 2nd, Traditions and Innovations. Dance Intensive with Anahita Sofan, New York, New York. August 27th through September 4th, Ala Turka 2007 Dance and Music Festival with Folk Tours in Istanbul, Turkey. August 31st, Gypsy Fire will be performing at the River's Edge Bistro and Cafe in Tulsa, Oklahoma. September 22nd, Judy's 20th Annual Belly Dancers Bazaar featuring Julina, Judy, and Azhira in Sedalia, Missouri. September 29th, Sonia in Davenport, Ohio. September 29th through the 30th, Amira's Dance Productions will be performing at the Great Plains Renaissance Fair in Wichita, Kansas. October 13th through the 14th, Ariella and Ziva Sopratinia in workshop. Ariella will be teaching four hours of tribal fusion and yoga on Saturday and two hours of gothic belly dance stylings on Sunday. Ziva will end the weekend with two hours of Indian fusion style belly dance. This has been the ShimmyCast News for this week. And as always, you can find more information about all of these events on our forum board. This week's review is Belly Dance Superstars Introduction to Belly Dance DVD, reviewed by Anala Rabari. So I first watched the special features. The special feature is footage of the dancers working on the video and them having fun around Monte Carlo after they're done shooting the video. I was disappointed that they had so much of Saida speaking in Spanish, but they didn't include a translation of what she was saying, which made me nervous for when it came time to watch the instructional portion. However, based on the interviews of the other ladies, 
I'm assuming she was explaining what moves she had chosen to teach for the DVD and why. I found it very interesting that during the footage of them practicing the moves for the video, Sonia, Amar, and Bozinka all seemed to switch between speaking English and Spanish. And now I'm curious if this is a skill they had before joining the superstars or if they learned Spanish because all the travel they do and their work with international dancers and at international workshops. And of course, as far as other special features, they had the usual trailers for all the other belly dance superstar productions that were available at the time of this production and a section on other belly dance superstars merchandise. They do give you the language options of English, Spanish, and music only. And I couldn't get the CD-ROM feature to work in my computer. I opted to watch the DVD in sections based on the dancers. Throughout the production, the camera work was really good at showing you a mix of angles, close-ups, and full shots. However, it wasn't done at a fast pace, so you didn't feel like you were being rushed. The segments were all shot with the girls dancing and then giving voiceover instructions. I also think they did a good job of lining up the segments so that the more difficult moves were towards the end. I was a little disappointed in the audio quality of the background music. There were a few times that it was blaring and even more times when I couldn't hear it at all. The warm-up was done by Sonia and Amar, and it's your basic warm-up with breathing, arm and side stretches, and leg stretches. At first, I thought it was a very short warm-up, but then I noticed that a lot of the things I'm used to seeing in a warm-up were in the instructional portions. In her section, Sonia covers posture, circles, undulations, slides, and contractions. She demonstrates posture by going over what every part of your body should be doing. She then moves onto wrist circles in both directions. Next is shoulder rolls, arm circles, hand ripples, snake arms, head slides, chest slides, hip slides, ribcage lifts, pelvic tucks, and hip lifts. I found the background music distracting in this section as I felt it was too frantic for the moves we were doing. There were times that Sonia picked up the tempo of the move, but even then it didn't match to the music. I was happy to see that they really did mean that this was for novice dancers. I'm not sure I've ever seen a DVD go this slowly before, and although I can see more experienced dancers being frustrated by this, I also think it could do them some good to slow down and remember the very basics of the moves. Bozinka covers undulations and figure eights. I like that she gives pointers on how to time your breathing with the chest undulation, as some of my students have difficulty with breathing while working on these moves, and I now have another way to explain it to them. I also like how she has you do chest undulations to the sides, as this is something that I haven't seen in a lot of other programs. I was disappointed that she didn't cover how to connect the chest and pelvic undulation into a full body undulation. However, then I remembered that this is supposed to be a program for beginners. And of course, I was disappointed when she taught the horizontal figure eights, 
with bringing your heel off the ground. And I knew that would be the same way she'd teach the Mayas. Amar covers hip bumps and shimmies. With Amar's section, things finally get going a little faster. She is also the first to have you include some very simple arm variations with your hip work. Up to this point, I was disappointed that they weren't actually talking more about the muscles being used. I'm not saying they should, say, contract the deltoid and get all technical with naming the muscles and such. But they could have made more comments like, you achieve this move by contracting this hip muscle right here and then point at that part of the body. I will say I think Amara actually did a really good job of including this type of information in her voiceover instructions. I also think that up to this point, Amara's music has fit the best with the moves being taught. Sayida covers hip movements, double circles, and circles. Well, there was no need for me to worry about this section not being in English. I like that she again went over the correct posture and thought it would have been nice if Bozinka and Amara had done the same as well. She does an excellent job of demonstrating exactly how your knees should be positioned for each move. Again, like Amar, she incorporates a little bit of arm work as well. I also liked how she pointed out where the accents of the move should be, and she was always drawing attention to certain parts of the body to make sure you were looking at what she was talking about by actually pointing to that part of her body. I really like this additional type of instruction, and I wonder if she only did this because she's not a native speaker of English, or if this is just the way she always teaches. Either way, I think this will be very helpful to beginners. I liked her double circles and circles section, as I haven't seen these covered a lot on other DVDs in such a way. Again, I didn't feel like the music went with the workout. My only big regret with the DVD is that Saida's section goes on way longer than the others. And I think it would have been nice to let the others have more time or cover some more of the moves that she did instead so each of the dancers have more equal amounts of time. Bozinka and Sayida cover the cool down and it's your normal cool down routine. The finale is a demonstration by the four dancers doing all the moves you've learned. It is done at a very slow tempo. I think any dancer can keep up with it, although true beginners may have to watch it a few times first. The fastest that they dance is at a walking pace, so it is really easy to follow all the moves, and they don't really do transitions between the moves, so there's nothing tricky to get you tripped up. On the whole, I was very pleased with this Introduction to Belly Dance DVD. And this is one of the few DVDs that I would feel really comfortable recommending to true belly dance beginners. So this next song is Hungarian Dance by Saharaja, which can be found on the Podsafe Music Network. Thank you. 
So the only feedback that we've had this week has been from Morshala about that episode 31, music being messed up. (laughs) And again, I promise I'll get it fixed, probably before I even get this show out. (laughs) We now interrupt your regularly scheduled episode of ShimmyCast to bring you this late-breaking news. On Tuesday, August 21st, 2007, ShimmyCast officially went over 20,000 downloads. And in celebration of that, we're announcing a new contest. For those of you who send a congratulatory email to shimmycast at gmail.com, between now and September 5th, you will be entered into a drawing to win CDs from Magnatune.com. We will draw four random emails to receive CDs and email those people and let them know. And this is all just for you guys, our faithful listeners, who have put us over 20,000 downloads. We appreciate you guys, and we're so happy that you've enjoyed ShimmyCast this much. Thank you for your time and your patience. And we now return you to your regular episode of ShimmyCast, still in progress. So, um, again, I really appreciate her catching that and letting me know about it. And if anybody else has any comments, feedback, or suggestion, email at shimmycast.gmail.com. Post on the forum. That's what she did, and I saw it. You can get to that through shimmycast.blogspot.com. Uh, Feel free to send me um, an MP3 attachment in your email. I can play it on the show, or you can use audio on the blog to send me an MP3. And feel free to vote on Podcast Alley or Podcast Pickle and leave reviews on iTunes. So as you all know, um, gosh, I guess it's been about a month now ago, uh, I went to Shimmy Fest here in Fayetteville, my local pilgrimage to my local workshop. Yay! Um, met some really wonderful girls there and got to interview some of them, and I also interviewed some of my own students. So I hope you guys enjoy what you're about to hear. And it's just me talking to a bunch of people from Shimmy Fest. Okay, now your names, your troop, and where you're from. Kelly Williams, I'm from Springdale, Arkansas, with me here in a wall. Kelly Reeds. With Miro and Newall from Springdale. Okay, and how long have you guys been dancing? Since, I believe it was January of 07. This time around since January 07. Yes, I know. And uh, what does your family think of your dancing? Um, my daughter thinks it's great. My dad has no comment. <laughs> <laughs> he rarely has a comment. <laughs> and... I think mom thought it was great just because I was getting out and doing something. <laughs> and what about you? 
My husband loves it. <laughs> and and what about the rest of your family? Oh, uh, my girls like it. Stephanie's also dancing with me. So, and my youngest daughter also wants to dance with me. Boys don't really care much. It's not their thing. They're like, uh, there goes mom. Mom's embarrassing us. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite move? Camel. Oh, that shimmy with the arms down around the hip? Definitely. <laughs> okay, what move challenged you the most to learn? Anything with a twirl. <laughs> today, it's the arabesque. <laughs> Before today... Hmm, probably the Maya with the brush. I'll help you with the arabesque. <laughs> totally didn't get the arabesque. It killed me. I'll help, you. I'll help both of y'all. Okay, what's your favorite prop? I mean, I know you two haven't done prop work yourselves, but what do you like to watch? Oh, I love the veils. They're so sexy, and they flow, <laughs> and there's just so many different things you can do with them. And depending on the fabric and the color, there's just so many aspects to how the veils can look. I just think Aren't they so mesmerizing? I love them. Yes, they are. You totally get drawn in. Yeah. Okay, the other Kelly. I love the veils too. There's just that little pop. Yeah. Adds this little pop to any dance you do. Yeah. Okay, is there a prop that you think you won't ever work with? <laughs> You're kidding, right? No. no. I'll use everything there. <laughs> in fact, I'm dying to get my hands on a sword. Yes. <laughs> Maybe not a snake. But that's also still a possibility. Yeah. And, and it's dead or fake. <laughs> and see, and that's why I said what you don't think. I mean, because right now you think that, but who knows when you've been dancing a while longer, you might change your mind. Maybe if I could find the right colored snake to match those bright costumes that I like to wear. Yes. Or her eyeshadow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Kelly is known for her eyeshadow amongst us. Okay. Do you prefer to dance barefoot or in shoes? So far, barefoot. Barefoot. Yeah, most people do. Okay, what's the one thing you always have to have in your dance bag? Deodorant. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, my hip scarf. Okay, this is a toughie. Mirrors, coins, or fringe? All. <laughs> yeah, that, is that a choice? Because I'm taking that one. <laughs> Um, I, I didn't know they were, you know, separate of each other. I thought, you know, you know it was like, yes, all it, it's kind of a trick question. <laughs> if I have to choose one, you don't have to choose coins. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite costume accessory? Mm. Oh, glitter. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, favorite costume accessory. That's a tough one. I don't know. I, I just can't have a costume without all the jewelry and the makeup and the... The bling bling. Bling! Yes. Costume's not a costume without bling. Yes. Bling is important. Okay. Where do you like to shop for costume supplies? Moon Dance, Belly Dance, being a plus-size dancer, they have lots of plus-size things that are very... Well, just like the other girls. <laughs> so that's, yeah. I like MoonDanceBellyDance.com. I get a lot of stuff from eBay. Love eBay. Yeah. That, that can be a great resource. Okay, what CD are you listening to right now as far as dance music? <laughs> well, I actually just discovered a song that is, I don't know if it, I think it would be good for belly dance. 
and it's by a group called Elysian Fields, and I can't remember the name of the song right now. But anyway, Elysian Fields is kind of who I'm researching at the moment. I think I've heard of them in conjunction with belly dancing, so you're on the right path. Yeah, I'm. I just got over listening to all the Harry Potters, so I haven't been listening to any music. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lot of listening. Let me yeah. tell you. Okay, what five things do you think make a good belly dancer? Willing to do it. Uh, an outgoing personality helps. Confidence. Confidence. Attitude. And money is good for costumes and things. <laughs> Um, I agree. Confidence, fun spirit, um, uh, definitely money, lots of money, um, a sharing spirit, and willingness to learn. And that's a good one. That's a very good one. Okay, the last question. What has been your favorite thing about Shimmy Fest so far? Wow. <laughs> well, probably the fusion. At first, I was a little disappointed that we had so much fusion and not quite enough t traditional. Being a new dancer, I really like the tradition right now. However, you know, jazz hands are good. <laughs> and so it's good to learn. I mean, it's great. The fusion is great now that you kind of open your mind and think about it for a minute. You know, that's it. I guess the fusion today. And what about you? I just loved all the costumes and shopping. <laughs> <laughs> all the pretty sparklies. Yes, all the bling and glitter. <laughs> if it's shiny, it gets my attention. <laughs> shiny. Well, I'm glad neither of you said watching your teachers not be perfect. <laughs> oh, that's always great. That's always great. Yes. What do you mean not being perfect? <laughs> Girl, you know I was messing up on some steps there. <laughs> Woo! No. 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 Yeah. No. You had the basics. No, there's that one section where I stopped dancing and went and got a massage. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a valid choice at the time, <laughs> but I still don't know that section of choreography now. <laughs> when I went to the bathroom, it was all over for me. I couldn't figure it out after that. It's dangerous to leave the dance floor in a workshop, isn't it? Yes. It is. That's it the is. The thing I've learned today is don't leave the dance floor under any circumstances. Just hold it. Yes. I learned today that I so should have exercised for the past three months. <laughs> Because I had to peter out around lunchtime, so. But it was great, you know, watching, and I'm so hopefully I can maybe actually learn the rest of the dance a little later. But, but I didn't want to push it too hard and not be able to move tomorrow. So. And I think it's nice that so many from our, so many of us from our troop came together because I think um, each of us picked up a different thing. And so once we get back all together again, I think we can probably help each other figure out, now what was that? No, okay, this part I went to the bathroom, you guys. How did that work again? Or I was getting a massage. What happened? How do you do those twirls? <laughs> yeah. Teach me that arabesque. In fact, I was telling Kelly on the way back, um, we ran to the house and freshened up and that sort of thing. And I was telling her on the way back, honestly, that's one thing I love about our troop is the fact that you and Kathy and Nancy have always made us feel very welcome and wanted since day one. And that's not necessarily always the case. And I just really, really can appreciate that. Aw, thank you guys.
I love y'all. My students. Okay, thanks for the interview. Thank you. Heather. Now you guys can't see, but we're all hugging now and being smushy. So. Okay, your name, your troop, and where you're from. Um, my name is Chris Bryant. My dance name is Maharet. My troupe is Rock Safar, and I am from Buffalo, Missouri, and we're Sisters of the Moon. Okay, and how long have you been dancing? Nine years. And what does your family think of your dancing? They love it. They get a blast. It, it fits my uh, kind of goofy personality. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite move? Oh, I don't know. I love the shimmies. <laughs> Everybody loves the shimmies. Okay, what move did you have the most difficulty learning? Mm, I would say um, Egyptian shimmy walks. Yeah, those can be tough. Um, what's your favorite prop? Uh, sword. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay, what prop don't you think you'll ever work with? Mm, that's hard to say... Maybe glow-in-the-dark paint. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be an original answer. Okay, do you prefer to dance barefoot or in shoes? Oh, always barefoot. And that sometimes can be treacherous. Yes, yes. What's the one thing you always have to have in your dance bag? Safety pins. <laughs> okay, now this is a tough one. Mirrors, coins, or fringe? Um, I'm going to have... Yeah, all of the above, yeah. and, and, and a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite costume accessory? A veil. Uh, where do you like to shop for costume supplies? Oh, Judy's Creative Costuming. <laughs> what CD are you currently listening to the most as far as dance music? Oh, Hakeem's Greatest Hits. Ooh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Okay. What five things do you think make a good belly dancer? Um, personality, 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 personality. <laughs> okay, and the last question. What is your favorite memory from this year's Shimmy Fest? Oh, I, I would have to say the dinner after, um, on Friday night's dinner. I mean, it was really great. And um, getting to know um, a lot of the people here, that that is just what it's all about is a sisterhood and getting to meet new people and connecting with new dancers. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> so your dance name, your troop name, and where you're from. Okay, my dance name is Shauna. And our troupe is called the Marana Middle Eastern Dance Company, and we are from Little Rock, Arkansas. And how long have you been dancing? I've been dancing since I was nine, and I'm, I'll be uh, 38 this year, so <laughs> long time. <laughs> yeah, and what does your family think about your dancing? Um, they love it. They love it. In fact, um, the lovely Marana, who actually founded this company in the 1970s and incorporated into a nonprofit organization in 1985, she passed away in 93 of, of cancer, and um, I took it over and left it in her name, and my family was nice enough to transform their garage studio, their garage into a dance studio for me until oh, we could wow. get up on our feet and get a new place. So they're very supportive yeah. of me. My mom travels with me wherever I go. Yeah. 
So how did you get into the into belly dance at the age of nine? Well, in Little Rock at the time, it was just gaining popularity, and uh, people were recognizing it as a great form of exercise. And I had an aunt that wanted to go and take for exercise, and I begged to go with her, and she said, okay. And Marana, bless her heart, called me that evening and said, you know, you kind of look the part. You've got a lot of rhythm. You did a really good job, and she asked me to come back, and I was hooked. I've been doing it ever since. Okay, what's your favorite move? Um, my favorite move would be like the reverse eight or the, what they call, well, Shereen El Safi calls the jewel, which is a very neat Egyptian step. Um, there's so many, I, I can't hardly pinpoint yeah. one favorite. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. got favorite hip movements, you've got favorite undulating movements, yeah. so they're all different. Yeah. What move challenged you the most to learn? I would say the jewel step, well, which is what Shereen El Safi, uh, calls it, is the jewel. And it's a, like an outward, push and then a twist and a catch with their middle and it's not that it's so hard to learn Mm -hmm. it's so hard to break down and for so long the Egyptian dancers you know that was just something that was more typical to them and the Americans had not learned it and in order to learn it we had to keep prying them for the information to break it down and then once they did it was just awesome it's just a wonderful step so that was probably the the one to challenge me the most what's your favorite prop I do I do a sword dance, and that was passed down to me from Marana before she died was her sword. So that's probably my favorite as far as sentimental purposes. But the veil makes for a great entrance. Um, you know, it's kind of like a coat. You know, you walk yeah. in with it, and then you discard it. And I always like to watch the veils and uh, group numbers and things like that. So, What prop do you think you won't ever try? Hmm... The emphasis on the think, because we can always change our mind. <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, we have, we we do a tray dance, but the lady that does our tray dance was Marana's daughter, mm-hmm. and I have not attempted that yet. And I've always said that I wouldn't, that's, that's hers, and I've got the sword, and I would never try it, and it's so nerve-wracking even to watch her do it. Yeah. You know, the, the glasses are not nailed down or glued down and the the candles are lit and and you're always on the edge of your seats but I won't say that I won't ever try it but that's probably the one that would be the most challenging or the scariest one (laughs) okay barefoot or in shoes barefoot (laughs) unless your skirt's too long (laughs) what do you always have to have in your dance bag you always have to have a hip scarf one that doesn't rattle too much to disrupt the class a veil (laughs) finger symbols, and maybe a cane in your trunk of your car. (laughs) Okay, this is an important question. Mirrors, coins, or fringe? Hmm, Mirrors, coins, or fringe? I like mirrors. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Okay, and what's your favorite costume accessory? Um, My favorite costume, I would say... Most recently, of course, the styles change all over the years. Um, I always have headband and cuffs, but as far as how the costume is decorative, I like the Austrian crystals because they seem to catch the light, and you don't have to have a lot of fringe. You don't have to accessorize too much because they catch so much light, so they move very well. Where do you like to shop for costume supplies? Wow. Well, there's so many great vendors 
all over. Back when I first started, no one could afford it. We didn't have so many people importing costumes, so we all had to make our own or buy fringe and put it together. But um, these days there's so many popular vendors out there. You know, I'm friends with Dalal, Tambra. Uh, little Egypt. There's just so many all over the place, and mm-hmm. and then you've got your individual groups that get costumes in. So it's it's great. There's just there's just no reason these days not to get have at least one great costume. Right, right. Um, what CD are you currently listening to the most right now, as far as dance music? Hmm. Well. For different styles, during my class, I like to use a lot of the Belly Dance Superstars CDs, and then I also like the traditional CDs uh, that Yo3 helps produce, which are the Wash Wash CDs. Um, I like Saeed Balaha, so I can't pinpoint a favorite. Just it yeah. depends on your mood and the right. style you're wanting to present right. at the time. Right. So. What five things do you think make a good belly dancer? I would say, most importantly, their presentation, mm-hmm. which entails the smile, mm-hmm. the feeling, the uh, wow factor, right. the dynamics of the dance, of course, the technique. I don't know how many that's been, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but there's just so many things. Right. If you, As long as a dancer learns, has a good basic in the techniques, you never, ever completely master this dance. You never stop learning. So as long as a dancer never forgets that she's like an eternal student, that's probably the most important thing to becoming a great dancer. And what's been your most favorite memory of Shimmy Fest? Hmm. Well, I've known Dahlia for years, and I never get to see her. And I've just recently met... Um, a male and she's moved to Arkansas so Arkansas so having them both here is really great but this is one of my first I think maybe even my first shimmy fest so the whole experience is going to be memorable <laughs> for me so in all the girls here it seems like there's just a, such a tight knit it's like all the different dance groups here in this area are one big close family and that's so important so important to the dance and that uh that makes for a great reputation, and the art form will just keep growing from that. Now, um, you may not know about this. Have you heard about the controversy in North Little Rock with the opening of a hookah bar near a church? You know, <laughs> how ironic that you just asked me that, because um, the person owning, that's owning that restaurant has called and asked for dancers. Yeah. And we drove by just to see where it was, and we said, oh, there's a church right next by. I wonder if they have a problem with it being there. I had no idea there was any controversy, but we did wonder about yeah. that. But but I'm not familiar with what all is going on. But we assume that there might be some trouble because of the, the music and, and the serving of drinks and things like that. And, you know, there always is when, you, you know, you get a, a religious. Right. Well, and, you know, and. I'm religious, I grew up Baptist, and, and you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this dance. But, you know, the drinking in the bars, you know, churches are always going to be a little concerned, you know, when they're in their areas. And I completely understand that. But just hopefully they'll be able to um, have either security or some, or just uh, organize it in a way that's not going to be disruptive to the community. 
I think those are very wise words. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. So I hope you all enjoyed this week's show. And now it's time for the next question of the week. And this question is, do you drill moves? And if so, tell us a little bit about your regiment. You know, how many drills do you do of what? Do you do it every day? Do you do it every other day? Do you do like, you know, um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I work on chest movements and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I do hip movements or, or what? Just give us the skinny on your drill practice. To answer, you can email to shimmycast at gmail.com or go to the forum board shimmycast.blogspot.com. Finally, it's time for the last music pick of the week. This song is Crossing the Divide by School of Ambiance, and it can be found on the Podsafe Music Network. I hope you all enjoy, and until next time, this is another Abari saying shimmy on.
Thanks again for listening to ShimmyCast. You can leave us feedback at shimmycast at gmail.com and be sure to visit our website and forum at www.shimmycast.blogspot.com. Remember, the opinions expressed are those of the host and the podcast crew. Thanks again.